Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Excuse me. Whoa, Trent. whoa, that sandwich that went sound. down well. Well, I'm trying to just like choke it down. You only get three minutes. Inhale that thing. I did my best. Evidently, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> we'll do our best here to get you through the 1 o'clock hour. We appreciate you being with us. Um, Tom Caker coming by to uh, kick off the hour about one fifteen. Tom will be here, then Gary Rima, and uh, we'll talk about the sports weekend coming up here. But, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, a good one. Uh, I mean, college basketball-wise. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back college mm-hmm. hoops in the state. You uh, you talked as you were scarfing down that sandwich. <laughs> right. You could understand me when I was trying to talk to you. And uh, yes, could either Iowa, Iowa State make the NIT? And then we started crunching the numbers. Gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough. It's gonna be tough. Of the two schools, more likely. It's gotta be Iowa State. Really? The Big Ten the bottom is so bad. I guess what do they have left? The Hawkeyes, well, they're on the road for the next two against two de- two of the decent teams in the Big Ten. At Ohio State, at Michigan. Mm, you're not winning Saturday. Well, let down, Trent. I know you mentioned that. Yeah, I don't know if you we were on yeah. the air during a break that you mentioned that uh, after that big win that they had. All right, let, let's play the game. They steal one of those two. I can see that happening. Okay, so I they, could, more likely they're going to on uh, when is that Wednesday night? Yes, yeah, Valentine's night. I got plans. Nothing says I love you like Iowa with a twelve. Well, this and is my plans. Record. My plans. Are, uh, uh, yeah, you're working right. Yes, Michigan, yes. Iowa. That's a five thirty tip too. Uh, then Indiana at yeah, home. You can win that. You can win that. At Minnesota. You can win that. You can win that. Northwestern. Yeah. You can win that. So that's four and one. That would get them to 16 and 15 going into the big. And even if they lose a game, the answer's Iowa. They're 15 and 16. Then they'd have to win two in the Big Ten tournament. I thought you said 16 and 15. If they go four and one. If they lose these next two, but then win the final three. I gotcha. Then you go there having to win in the opening round. I mean, look what it's got to, Trent. It's not even, it's not, It's the 9th of February. Yeah. And we're yeah. WNLing trying to get one of these schools to the NIT. To the NIT. Not NCAA's NIT. That's what it's, uh, that's what it's been reduced uh, to. A sad state of I affairs. I think the answer is Iowa, though. I you do. do. I do. Because the bottom of the Big Ten, the bottom of the Big 12 is tougher. Oklahoma mm-hmm. State's not awful. No, not at all. It just went into Florence and won. Right. <laughs> Last week. So they, they their next two are at home. They've got seven left. Okay. Home to Oklahoma, home to Kansas. There's no split there. Now, there isn't? Gra- no. Now, Te- granted. You told me they couldn't be Texas Tech. I did say that. I believe no chance. Uh, no, that was a West Virginia. That was a West Virginia game. <laughs> that they also won. Right. They can They're split. better. They're a different team at Hilton. They're they di- can split that. But, but Bab's out. He was out against West Virginia. Was he? Yes. Remember we talked about how, how screwed they were going to be because with no Bab going up against that press? And Huggins had to pull the press yeah, off. Yeah, no, I know he did. He, he he went back and forth. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, they're not winning at West Virginia. Let's put it that way. Okay. I, w- I will agree with you there. They so still you, get Okie State at home? Yeah. TCU well, at Oklahoma home? Oklahoma State's not scared of the road. If they can get a split. 
Doesn't matter which one, Oklahoma or Kansas. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll go down this road with you. So there's one. If they can do that, mm-hmm. and then win the other two home games, because I'm with they're not going into West Virginia with no revenge. And is just... there a road win here? Are there three re- remaining games on the road at K State, at West Virginia, at Oklahoma. Trey Young's final game in no, Norman. I don't I, think so. I, I can't. Can they win at K State a week from tomorrow? I watched a lot of K-State, Texas. I like that Kansas State team. And I know they're... Depends when you watch them, though. Because I've seen them play really well, and I've seen them play real bad. Was it West Virginia last weekend that they just got... Crushed. Throttled, yeah. You're right. I must catch them at the right Mm -hmm. times. Because watching Texas, and I like Texas, too. That's the most probable road victory. Yes, yes, of the three uh, remaining. Then they come back, they host TCU, and TCU is hit and miss. Games at Hilton. And different team on the road, different, different team, team at home on both sides of it. Oklahoma so. State will be their final game of the year when they'll shut down the building. I, For that reason, I got to think that Iowa State will win that game. So if they beat TCU, beat Oklahoma State, let's say the one road win this year will come at K-State. That's three. Mm-hmm. I don't have them split in Oklahoma, Kansas. I just okay. I, I, I've got them three and four. But even if four. you get them to three and four, three and four down the stretch, what does that do for them? That gets them right at five hundred. So they have so to. So they will have to win game. their first game uh, in Kansas City. Then they'll be sixteen and sixteen and awaiting and eligible for the NIT on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Does I know the Big Ten kind of has a hush hush wink wink, no CBI, no CIT. Right, right, right. Penn State was involved in I think one year. Maybe one other, but for the most part, the Big Ten. Does the Big 12 have the same? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Not to my knowledge. If you're Iowa State and you don't get selected to the NIT at 16 and 16, mm-hmm. do you accept an invitation to the CBI? Is it in downtown Des Moines? It's not in downtown Des Moines, no. It's, it's not the invitation with Iowa Drake and you and I also coming. Yeah. It is just the actual CBI, how it's uh, set up. No. You turn it down. I I think so. I don't even think they get asked. Oh, I bet they'll be asked. Do you think so? The CBI will ask anybody mm-hmm. that is eligible to be in it. Even even a, a Power 5 school, knowing that they're, they're probably not coming, you're going to get told no? I mean, can't hurt to ask, right? Can't hurt to ask. All right. I think Oregon State's won it before. I think they had a losing record going in. Yeah. The CIT and is... And you bid for the buildings, too, so yeah. conceivably they could play it at, at Hilton. Yeah, absolutely. So this, this goes back to my, my whole invitational at Wells Fargo, right? Uh-huh. You get the four schools down there and you root like hell for Iowa State because their fan base is their fan base absolutely will support it. Without a shadow of doubt, they will show up and buy tickets. There's no there's no I mean it's not even a question, Trent. Yeah. Even though it's as you know far down the pecking order as you can possibly be, they'll go out and they'll cheer their team on. Absolutely cheer their team on. And I was right. Second CBI title went to Oregon State. Now, how do you remember that other than I, your gambling problem? There it is. You, you nailed it. Uh, Oregon also won it in 2011, beat Creighton in the championship, beat beat uh, Pitt, beat Washington State now, what, what, in 2012. What, what, what were their paths? Did they host all those games at their place before they do you have that? Uh, let's see if I can click on it. You know it what? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the CBI. I apologize, folks. <laughs> we just reached a low point in the first six months of us being together. Should we take a break and regroup? Let's start the 1 o'clock hour over here. Tom Caker will lead off the 1 o'clock hour. He's next. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. 
Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. Know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Bacon Fest. Bacon Fest. Bacon Fest. The 11th Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival is coming to the Iowa Event Center on Saturday, February 17th, starting at 10 a.m. The famous bacon strip theme bars. Over 50 different bacon menu items. Over 10,000 pounds of bacon. Live local music acts all day. And then the big after-hours party featuring the Grammy-nominated band Smash Mouth is now open to the public. Tickets are still available. Visit BlueRibbonBaconFestival.com for more information. And get your tickets today. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag Guy here. Nothing wrong with the flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road. And tell them the Adams family sent you. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Still to come, Gary Rima, the voice of you and I. You and I plays here, and they'll play in, in, uh, at the Nap Center uh, on Saturday, tomorrow. Gets underway at 3 o'clock. Drake and you and I tomorrow, 3 o'clock tip. Uh, right now, let's talk to Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Covers Iowa. He's had a busy week doing hoops, doing football recruiting, and now spending some time with us. Uh, Tom Trenton, Ken, how are you, Tom Cakert? Doing well, and we have baseball media day, too. I, you know what? We saw that, and Trenton and I even talked about that in the uh, first segment of the program. I know you were there. I know Scott Dockman was there. He ended up in the background of one of your pictures at uh, yeah. HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, Doc always finds the camera. Uh, say that about him. <laughs> he, and John, he and John Bonenkamp are just <laughs> that's experts true. at getting in people's pictures. <laughs> that's that's excellent point. Well, what did you learn about uh, Heller's squad? What, uh, what are expectations I get this, uh, this year? Um, I think they're actually kind of pretty high just because they've got a pretty good squad back. The, you know, the big thing that hurts them right now is um, Chris Whelan, who was kind of their top-of-the-order uh, get-on-base guy, is going to be out until sometime in March. He um, had Tommy John surgery, and it was kind of weird because you know he's an outfielder. You just don't see position guys get that very often, but... Um, so he's going to be limited to a DH role and they're going to start, he's going to start hitting next week. So, um, 
they're hoping to get him back by March, but obviously he won't be able to play a position uh, really at all this year. Um, maybe later they might get him in at first base, but primarily a DH. And Rick was just kind of like, well, it takes a, uh, another bat out of the lineup because then they, they would have had another hitter in the DH spot um, and had Chris in the outfield. So, But other than that, I mean, you got Big Ten preseason player of the year and Robert Newstrom, and you've got um, um, uh, a pretty uh, robust uh, bullpen. So I, I think they'll be pretty good. Well, the expectations high for baseball. They were high for basketball as well, and uh, not living up to them, certainly. Played well against Michigan State, still gave up, uh, well, a lot of points in the game. But one of the better efforts we've seen out of the Hawks doesn't mean anything. Does it translate, and we see two good efforts in a row? Well, I think the positive you take away is they were really good offensively against mm-hmm. a very good team. I mean, anytime you can score ninety three against Michigan State, you're you like Steve. Like that's a yeah, that's that's a positive. Um, but then uh, you give up ninety six. That's not so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though Michigan State is mega talented, you still can't give up ninety six on your own home floor, and uh, you know that's just not going to win you any any basketball games. So. Um, it's kind of the yin and yang of this season where they've looked good at times offensively and they didn't have any of those real stretches where they kind of fell apart offensively. Um, but they still struggle to guard people. And that's, I know people keep waiting, well, maybe this is the moment, maybe this is the time. Mm-hmm. At this point in the year, I think the die's kind of cast on this team that this is just who they are and they're probably going to win a couple more games. And, um, and get to the Big Ten tournament, maybe win a game there, but that's about it. Yeah, and the, the remainder of the schedule, Tom, particularly after tomorrow, I mean, Ohio State's going to be tough, let, let's be honest. Um, you know, Trent brings up the, the letdown factor, and I guess there's probably something to that, to beating Purdue on the road the way that they did. But at Michigan, okay, it's not going to be easy. But then at home to Indiana, at Minnesota, home to Northwestern, they can maybe get on a bit of a roll heading to New York, uh, I'm not saying they're going to go very far once they get there, but there's a potential there to win some games before this thing comes to an end. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a potential that I, I would guess they'll probably be favored in two of those last three games. Um, at least they probably would be a dog against Minnesota. But, but Minnesota tight. It'll be tight, really, yep. Yeah, but it, it'll be a struggle uh, to win up there. But, you know, it's certainly... Plausible, you could see a road where they could uh, beat Minnesota up there, um, and they're probably, you know, as strange as it seems, as bad as they've been, and I, I think we were all kind of penciling them in for those dreaded two Wednesday games. Mm-hmm. There's a real possibility they're probably not going to, they're not going to play until Thursday. They're probably going to get the ten seed in the Big Ten tournament, more than likely, right now. Four and four days. It's happened before. Team maybe a little bit different for this team though, uh, Tom. So uh, yeah. next season, uh, we're we're starting to peek forward. We're looking into next year. What's the we biggest? We were just looking at the NIT a minute. We, ago. Well, we, we moved on, have we? I've moved on. Okay. I've moved on. Enough of that. Moving on to next season. What's the biggest off season change that you'd like to see from this team? They've got to figure out. Um... They've got to get a commitment from their best players to be their best leaders on on the defensive end mm. of the floor, and if they can get that, because uh, I, I just think that's kind of infectious when your your leaders are your best defenders. Uh, you saw that with the the Woodbury Gazelle Clements group 
that that team was much better on defense because the, those three guys in particular would embrace that end of the floor and they liked to, to guard people and they and they uh, realize the importance of that. And if if they can do that, I know people want to oh well, let's hire a defensive coordinator if you will for you know get a new assistant in there. Um, Fran's pushed every button. And, and by the way, Fran is going to coach and manage the defensive end of the floor uh, the way that he wants to. He is very Ferentz-like in terms of Ferentz uh, as an offensive side of the football kind of thing. He just he has a style of play that he wants to play, and this is how he's going to play. And if his defense, if man's working, he'll stay in man. If, mm-hmm. if two threes working, he'll try that. Uh, if it's you know the the one three one extended three quarter court. He'll stick with that for a while. He just likes to kind of tinker around with his defenses, and that's what he's always done. And given that he's been doing this for what thirty years, I'm going to guess he's probably going to keep doing it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport dot com is our guest. Tom, um, before we, I don't want to run out of time without getting your pick on Michigan State and Purdue. Uh, they were both at Carver. Um, you know, the Purdue game was not good. Michigan State game was for Iowa, and as you mentioned, they scored 93 but gave up 96. Who do you like tomorrow, Tom? Uh, probably Purdue. I, I just, there's, I think a lot of the stuff that's been going on in Michigan State is really impacting this team, and they just don't seem engaged the way I think Tom Izzo would like them. And Frankly, I'm not sure Izzo's as engaged mm-hmm. as I think Tom Izzo wants Tom Izzo to be either. I, I, you know, he spent a lot of time Tuesday night talking about how they played five games in 12 days and all this other stuff, and it kind of mentioned distractions. He just seemed like a distracted head coach, like kind of a guy that's just getting beaten down right now, and and he has been getting beat down. You know, I don't think anybody will argue that, but I just. I think Purdue's going to bounce back and win up there. Although it's it's going to be tough. I mean, they're they're honoring Uncle Judley uh, at the game and honoring his life and his memory. So I, I think that's you know maybe emotions get get Sparty going and they win. But I I, I would pick Purdue right now. Tommy, you literally got thirty seconds left. Uh, biggest takeaway from signing day this past weekend is there one kid that uh, uh, that was that that signed with Iowa that maybe even surprised you late in the process. I, I think Jaden McDonald probably is the, the one guy that they got late that I think um, probably surprised everybody just because he had an SEC offer, and you figure that mm-hmm. kids from Georgia are going to pick the SEC school. So it's good for Iowa to get him and get another linebacker to need position for him. Good stuff. Tom, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Tom Kakert. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. You can hear him on Tuesday, right? The boys have him. Yes. What time? 5.30, Creighton and Ridge in the Hawkeye huddle. About 5.35. Uh, jumps in and a lot of recruiting news. Tom's site, uh, him and Blitter Sanderson, they do. Terrific as, work. They really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the recruiting, the stories that they do, and, and keep you up to date. Looking forward to Tom's piece. I'm sure uh, previewing the Ohio State game, he's probably waiting for the point spread like we are. <laughs> Tom likes we to We keep dab- refreshing it, don't we? <laughs> Tom likes to dabble. You know, with no football, you would think that they would get the lines Earlier, out quicker. Yes, I agree with you. Yes. And I don't know why. It's always been the case that basketball numbers aren't put up until the later games. or tonight. Yeah, get, get, get to work. Get to work. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, Gary Ryman, we're going to put him to work next. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game, uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy. The chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer at your favorite sports bar. The chicken coop, sports bar and grill. West Des Moines and Urbandale. One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost and found pets and sign up for notifications too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. Pop quiz. What's the most important part of a ship? Don't answer. It's the crow's nest. Know why? Complete visibility. I can see what's on the horizon and my crew pulling the ship together on the deck below. That's how I run this ship, and that's why we use Granger. Granger helps us keep a clear eye on our inventory, saving us time, saving us money, and helping keep everything ship shape. It's always smooth sailing with Granger. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back. Final segment of the week, Trent Condon. Uh, yeah. We've got uh, you and I Panther basketball on the radio tomorrow. Big, big spot for both schools. Drake coming off a nice win. Northern Iowa coming off a nice win. They will collide at the Nap Center 3 o'clock tomorrow. Of course, when these two teams played earlier in the year, Drake got out to that early lead in the game, and Panthers came roaring back and put them away, and it was never in doubt as they won by 14. You've heard his voice on these airways over the years. You will hear him again tomorrow, and, well, right now, Gary Ryman, the voice of the Panthers. Basketball and football joins us. Gary, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. I'm, I'm a little snowed in, but uh, we're getting that taken care of. And uh, it's great to jump on with you guys and be able to talk about a, a win today. Man, we, they've been uh, been tough to get wins in the Valley this year for, for our basketball team. So uh, nice to knock off Bradley the other night and feel like we're coming into Des Moines tomorrow with at least a little bit of momentum. Yeah, no, feeling no. a little better about ourselves, too. Well, that's good. You know, and I misspoke because, of course, Drake beat Bradley, but subsequently they got picked off the other night by uh, by Loyola. Jordan Burnfield, a friend of the program, did the game, and I'm not sure how I let that slip, but I did, but we're correct now. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it, Gary, uh, the fact nice coming in off a win. What's been the calling card for this team this year? Is, is inconsistency maybe... Uh, one of the words you would use to describe this Panther team, because there are certain nights, Gary, you watch this team, you're thinking, my God, how can they possibly uh, sit in the standings? This team is better than that. What would you attribute this to? Yeah, definitely inconsistencies and just not enough nights in league play where we had four or five guys all play well. We've had We've had times where... Bennett Cook was unstoppable, and he got no help. And Knights Clint Carlson lit it up and didn't get any help. And it, it, we just haven't had those games where four or five guys were really playing good. And, and if you look at minutes played, Coach Jacobson has just been trying all kinds of different combinations. And and uh, I think he found one the other night that clicked pretty good against Bradley, but. Um, it, it's been a struggle, and, and guys, I would say mainly at the offensive end. For the most part, defensively, this team's been pretty solid. I didn't like the defensive effort last Saturday against Indiana State at home, and our defense had been pretty good going into that game, but gave up 77 to them, and that's that's just not normal for a Coach Jacobson team. But for, for the most part, defense has been been pretty solid. But, man, when you go and can only score 47 or 49 points in a game, you're struggling offensively. And that, that's just that's been the, the most inconsistent thing, I think, you know, season long. Even when we won some games early in the year, um, the, the offense still just seemed to sputter at times and have those five, six, seven-minute scoring droughts. So um, I, I thought we Wyatt Lowhouse was really good the other night. If he can continue to bring that kind of production off the bench, 
Um, I, that's a boost we need, but it's been it's definitely been a concern on what this team's done, uh, at least in conference play at the offensive end. You know, the two sophomore guards that we've seen start now, really the last couple of years, Isaiah Brown and, and along with Juwan McLeod, just the, the shot hasn't quite been there, especially for McLeod. What do you attribute that to? Because we've seen these guys be able to fill it up in different circumstances, but in gameplay, I know Coach Jake has said that he expects those guys to knock down shots. What could it be? You know what, TC, if, if I knew that, I, I, I would be <laughs> spending nights with Jawan McLeod showing him how to play. You know, Jawan, even last year as a freshman, TC, his shooting percentages were not great. He was just more of the, the, the true uh, guard, the distributor. And, and there were games last year where teams would back off him and wouldn't guard him. Um, you know, the thing is, I, I thought coming off the, the, the primetime league this summer where he had games, he was scoring 35 and 40 points. And I know a lot of people say, well, in those summer leagues, nobody plays any defense. And, and in a way, that's true. But I watched his games, and he was hitting threes. He shot it really well. He was getting to the rim. We saw that out of him early this year where uh, at the Battle for Atlantis, he did a great job of, of driving to the rim and scoring and hitting some outside shots. And then, he, then his shot just kind of left him. And I, and I think part of it is teams have defended him a little bit differently in league play. They know him a little bit better. Where in some of those non-conference games, they, they didn't really know what, what Jawan was going to bring to the table. So it's... You know, he's only shooting 35% from the floor, 25% from three. And, uh, you know, you'd like to get a little bit better shooting percentage uh, if you can. And Isaiah Brown is in kind of a similar boat. It, there's times he is he, he sizzled and, and shot it really well and, and led us in scoring. And there's other games he can't buy a basket. One of our road games, he hit the first shot of the game, a three, and he goes one for eight from the arc. So it just, it's been the inconsistency, you know, of, of that type of shooting from guys you're counting on hitting shots for you. Uh, five games left, Gary. Trent and I were messing around this before during our last break, just trying to, you know, come up with a path for you guys to avoid the play-in game on Thursday and play for the first time in St. Louis on, on Friday, whether it's uh, the 3-6 game, which is probably the most likely landing spot, uh, if you're able to avoid that. It's it's going to take four and one, three and two, uh, maybe. I might be asking a lot to get in, but if yeah. you allowed yourself the last five games, I mean, obviously you have to be Drake uh, coming up tomorrow. Four and one, does that get you to the six seed? Do you think, Gary? Have you taken a look at that? Yeah, we've we've been uh, talking about this and penciling this and trying to figure out how it, how we could end up uh, playing on Friday instead of Thursday, and and the, the, we're. we're we feel a hundred percent certain that if we win out and, and, and win these last five, nine and nine is going to put us in the top six. But right. outside of that, uh, if we go four and one and can beat the right teams, we, we can't get swept by Evansville. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the thing that could hurt us is tiebreaker situation. If, if, uh, with Evansville already beating us, they come to our place. We, we need to get the split with them. If we can win tomorrow against Drake, that gives us the, the, the head-to-head sweep of them. We need to do the same thing at Illinois State. I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend a lot on, on what four teams we beat and one, which one we would lose to. But 8-10 and 10 is going to put us maybe in a real log jam, maybe a three- or four-way tie around that 6-7, that 8-9 spot where they're trying to 
break up a tie to see who finishes sixth and who goes seventh, eighth, and ninth. So um, we got a work cut out for us, guys. But, you know, um, I, I think this is a really tough game tomorrow for us at Drake. They're really good at home. Um, you know, they'll certainly be looking for revenge. I, I think the game at Illinois State is going to be much tougher, yeah, even I though we too. manhandled them at our place. Evansville's always tough on us, and, and I think Belpo's, you know, will be a tough game at their place, and we still got Missouri State. So we got our work cut out for us, but I, I, I there's a glimmer of hope, let's just say that, with, with the way we played Wednesday night. There just feels like maybe maybe this team is – is poised to make a run, and uh, you know we, we could be right back to square one if we don't play good tomorrow. But uh, we're, we're feeling a little bit better, I think, about about where this team is at heading into the game tomorrow. Wyatt Lowhouse had a, a huge performance in that win against Bradley. He went off and scored over 20. We've seen glimpses maybe of the old Wyatt Lowhouse on his way back. Is there a, a minutes limit on him, or if need be, could Coach Jake just say, Heck with it. We're going to throw him out there and let him play 34 minutes this one. I mean, as he's come back from that injury, just where is he physically? He's 100%. And In fact, uh, TC, he took the knee brace off uh, about a week ago and, and just stopped wearing it. Went to practice one day, and they're like, where's your knee brace? And I, I'm not wearing it. And, and I, you know, guys, I, I, I don't know if that was hampered him or not, but he, he Kevin Boyle, our color commentator on our broadcast, even mentioned – um, and at one of our road games, he said he just thought why it didn't look, he didn't look quick. He looked kind of sluggish and wasn't moving good. Well, the other night he comes out, no knee brace, and, and he looked really good. He was moving better. He was quicker. His shot looked good. He was confident. And, uh, so, and, and, and really, in the last couple of weeks, he's had really no limitations as far as minutes that he, you know, he has to limit it to 20 minutes or 15 or whatever. It's more of how he's playing has dictated the the minutes he's played. So look for him to play uh, more tomorrow too. I just I really like the way he looked uh, in that win over Bradley. He he did a lot of good things besides score twenty five points for us. And and I, I've I've always felt uh, he was going to be a key factor with this team if we were going to do anything good at all down the stretch. And and I think he may be hitting his stride and and uh, hoping we can we can get more solid play out of him in these final five games. A few more minutes with Gary Ryman. We will take a quick look at the uh, at Coach Farley's signing class with Gary coming up here momentarily. Gary, correct me if I'm wrong. The Drake game, middle of the month of January, was that not Bennett Cook's first game that he came off the bench? Didn't Fife start in that game? Bennett came in, uh, didn't pout, didn't, uh, I mean, he, he did what he's supposed to and just tore him up, quite frankly. Why, I thought maybe one of his better games of the year, but wasn't that the first game that he came off the bench? You know what? I think you're right about that. That's, uh, you know what? I've got it in front of me. Let me just see. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, he, he did. He did not start the game uh, against Drake. As a matter of fact, um, I think it was the game before that. It was the game right before that. Okay. And the Valparaiso game is the first game that uh, Austin Fife started because we got beat at Indiana State, 69-67. And uh, Coach Jacobson changed the starting lineup and went with uh, Austin Fife against Valpo. And we won three of our next four. And we, we beat Valpo, we beat Drake, we lost at Southern Illinois, beat Illinois State, and, and won three of four. And then and then we dropped those next three. And 
the reason Austin Fife did not start against Bradley is he had the flu and, and did not leave his dorm room Monday or Tuesday. He was on the bench and tried, played a couple of minutes on Wednesday, did not start. And, I, I, guys, I got a feeling he'll start Bennett Cook on Saturday. I just, I, I, Coach Jacobson has a tendency when whatever lineup he starts, if we win, he seems to stay with it. I think it's one reason he stayed with Fife when we won three or four and and even though we dropped three in a row, he just didn't feel like going back to Bennett starting was the right thing to do at the time. Bennett was kind of getting acclimated to coming off the bench, but then he was forced to start Bennett because Austin was sick. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays with that starting lineup with Cook tomorrow, um, but uh, we'll find out at game time if it's Fife or Cook that starts at center. Gary, uh, speaking of big guys, the future of the big guys is – Clint Carlson will be moving on. Mm-hmm. Bennett Cook will be moving on. What's uh, what's on tap? You mentioned Fife, and we've got to see a little bit uh, uh, out of him. What else for uh, going forward are we going to see with the post for you and I? Well, they've got two scholarships to work with, and I, I, I think they're looking for that that three four type player, maybe a kid six seven athletic, because losing Clint Carlson will. You know, that, that's a spot I think they're really more concerned about. Coach Jacobson did touch on this the other day, and he just said with Austin Fife being a true freshman, he thinks Luke McDonald's a kid that's going to continue to get better, and Luke played in, in two games in the league in only four minutes and then played 15 good minutes the other night, so he might work his way in there. But Coach still thinks that Justin Dahl is going to be a factor for this team before his career is done. He's a big, strong kid. He's he's you know darn near seven foot tall. He's he's a little he's still a little clunky yet. And he's still kind of trying to get himself acclimated to Division One basketball. But watching him in in practice and, and the workouts, he he's starting to come on a little bit. But he's he's playing behind Friedman and Fife and and Bennett Cook. So don't forget about Justin Dahl. Coach mentioned him on his call-in show again the other day and just said I I, I think he's a kid that is going to contribute the next couple of years. So the cupboard's not bare there, even though we lose Friedman and, and, and Cook and, and Carlson. But I, I, I do think that they're in search of that, that guy that could, could be a solid four for us and doesn't necessarily need to play the five position. Um, but that, that's going to be a need. They've, they've got to find that guy to, to step in there and replace Clint Carlson. And uh, I know they're, they're scouring the country right now trying to find that guy. Uh, I'm assuming you've talked to Coach Farley since signing day, Gary, on your radio show or at some point. Um, you know what? Uh, it, give us maybe a minute or two on uh, on yeah. his thoughts on uh, this most recent signing class. Had him on my radio show Wednesday, guys, and I'll tell you what, uh, he was as fired up about the recruiting class that he's bringing in. He was pretty excited last year, but he it was like he was you know a kid in a candy store. I mean, he was just. He loves the class. You know, if you remember, he did not announce his recruiting class that signed on December 20th because he didn't want to recruit against himself. He didn't want some kids saying, well, you're already bringing in two linebackers. Why should I come hmm. there? He kept that list pretty pretty tight. A lot of people didn't know who he was bringing in. Um, and then they released the full 21 guys. But he, he's he, a lot of guys on the defensive side, they're excited about this Jack Wager, the running back coming in from Purdue. Um, a couple of junior college guys coming from Iowa Central. He also talked a lot about Terry Allen's youngest son, Alex Allen, T.A., former 
quarterback and head coach at UNI that Mark coached with. And I, I think that was a real compliment to Coach Farley, too, guys, is that Terry Allen trusting his younger son to come to UNI and play for Coach Farley. That, that's a pretty cool deal. So he, he's excited. He likes the guys they got. Feels like we really did some good things. Really likes the wide receiver from, from Dowling Catholic, Sam and Goalie, that's coming in. Um, it's, it, it, I just, I can't remember him being so pumped up about an incoming class, though, overall, guys. Interesting stuff. Good stuff, Gary. Listen, uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow or 2.30 for the pregame? We go on at 2.30 with the network pregame coverage. Tip it off at just after 3 in the NAP Center, and uh, I think we'll be in for a good one, guys. Gary, we will talk to you before the regular season ends without a doubt. Thank you, Gary Ryman. Great to catch up with you. All right, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Gary Rima, play-by-play voice, football and basketball again. Drake, you and I, tomorrow afternoon, must-win game, Trent. Yep. Really big yep. for both schools, quite frankly. Drake had a really nice uh, a win earlier in the week. It didn't go as well against Loyola. Uh, but, look, Loyola's the best team in the conference. Um, they sit right now at 7-6. and six. The Panthers are 4-9. and nine. Drake's trying to avoid Thursday night. They're in a pretty good spot to do so. If they win this game on Saturday, they're in a better spot, obviously. Well, and there's even a scenario, as I was playing around with this generator uh, put together by, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, I can't, I don't have it here. I'll, Make I'll one up. Find. Nobody knows. Some Iowa State guy, though. Oh, it's, really? It's, it's local. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, then somebody would know, so yes. get the right name. Yeah, yes. It, but it, it does... You can do MVC, Big Ten, Big Twelve. You go through who wins each game and it pumps out what the standings. So you will look have like. to actually fill in who wins the games as far as you see them. Yeah, you can do that, or you can just do it by how does it set up here? M Red is uh, the guy. M Red at ISU alum is where you can find this little thing at. But you can go through it. It just will put it the way that computer system already has it so mm-hmm. if it generates 7370 it goes that way so just doing that let's say for the mvc this this is the way that it would play out for the valley massey rankings is what they use all right so loyola obviously are one with this it would have drake finishing nine and nine and would be the four seed wow taking on missouri state a three-way and tie that's for 2 30 in the afternoon on friday that is correct, yes. Okay. The 2.30 game Friday afternoon. It has you and I finishing 7-11 and 11 and the 9 seed uh, with Evansville. So is that the there. early game on Thursday night, 6 o'clock? That's the 6 o'clock. The winner to get Loyola noon on Friday. You got it. So that's the way that that sets up. To be determined, there's a lot. I, I came up with a scenario where you and I does win out. And they're still in the Drake Invitational play in the opening round because tiebreakers don't go at their nine way. and nine, nine and nine, Eesh. and there, there's like a four-way tie at nine and nine, but tiebreakers don't go that way, and then all of a sudden you drop down. You're Oof. the you're the seventh seed. All right, let's predict some of these games before we get out of here. By the way, uh-huh. what do you have high school wise tonight? I know ah, what you yes. do, but you're going to be in Waukee, and Ankeny Centennial is also going to be there. Yes, uh, you've got the girl boy doubleheader, so six fifteen tip. Six fifteen tip uh, again. Couple of good games. I love when I get the doubleheaders in both games. Maybe the girls' game. Even I'm a little more excited. For really, it. these these two teams have played a lot of tight games, but Centennial against Waukee on the girls' side always seems to nip them. Uh, Coach DeYoung. He's had some success in yeah, his career. He's won a he few not? games, huh? Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. But uh, it should be two excellent games. Yeah, Ankeny Centennial on the road at Waukee tonight, 615. 
We will uh, take the air at 6 o'clock with the pregame show, 6.15 tip. Uh, good night of basketball, and girls getting ready for regional play. Boys right around the corner with substate. The brackets are out for uh, boys substate now for the 3A and mm. 4A level. Getting closer and closer. Mm, 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 and uh, well, next week, state wrestling. Unbelievable. It's here so fast. Uh, let's let's predict some, uh, predict some games and do so in order. 1 o'clock, Oklahoma, Iowa State at Hilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, your thoughts? Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Iowa State, really good at home. If you got tickets, make, make it work. Absolutely. Don't, don't be, oh, uh, I don't It's care. the only time he's going to play there. Yes. Enjoy it. I think they play well. I do, too. I think they play well. It's Hilton. Yeah. Hilton. They're a different team at home. They are shorthanded, which you, you know, know Wigginton's going to be pumped up to play one of his I would classmates think so. and guy one and done. So be nice to see Cam Lard play more than twenty. What he played twenty one, twenty whatever it was minutes. He had the stand of foul trouble. Let's hope the officials uh, don't make it about them. Speaking of that, did you see that game last night? There was a bunch of which tw- one tweets about it. It was a conference. It was Louisiana Tech. No kid gets a T. For, for dunking for too dunking. hard. I read that. Yes. So that's legit. Yes. His first technical, well, that was the second technical that got him ejected. He, okay. he let out a yelp. It wasn't even a holler. It was a yelp after a dunk. Didn't stare the guy down. He gave him a glancing look. Mm. That was the second technical. The first was even worse. He didn't say a word. He didn't do a thing. He blocked a shot. He didn't complain about the call at all. And, and Nothing. Just, just so we know, did you have a side in I did this? Not. Okay, I did, good. Go I ahead. Did, I did not have a side on this one. He did not say a word, do anything, and got a technical. And then they and went then back you and got him again. Give him a second for a ticky. Just, come on. Yeah. College officiating, come on. Yeah, it's Be pretty better. apparent that they're looking, that, that they were, that's one of the things they were going to try and police a little bit better this year. And let's hope Monday we're not talking about refs and yeah. uh, Trey Young at the free throw line 28 times. Yeah, no. Well, he's liable, <laughs> he's that good. He could. So we both think Oklahoma will win a tight game? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's switch. I'm to the... take a taste on that cycling okay, money. Okay. When the money, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the money line. Yeah. That's showing some confidence. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Bulldogs will host the Panthers. We just talked to Gary Rima. Huge mm-hmm. game. I mean, uh, you and I has to win. Yes. Yeah. To, to stay out of the opening round. Mm-hmm. And even if they win, as you just mentioned, there's no guarantees. <laughs> it's no guarantee. Yeah. Still uphill climb for them. So what do you think? Look, it, it was two. It was two different games when they played mm-hmm. over at the McLeod. Yep. Drake got it on them early, and then you and I just came back, and then just carried that right over in the second half, and the game got away. Quite frankly, I just don't think this you and I team is consistent enough yeah, right enough right now. And Drake's been different. At yes, the they are. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Drake as well. All right, so we got some group think going. Yes. Does, does it continue? Oh, at I'm sure five it does. O'clock? Yeah. I mean, Ohio State. Now, here's the thing, and you mentioned it earlier in the program, and I give you credit because I think you're onto something here. Such a massive win for the Buckeyes on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Just massive, going on the road and, and 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 beating Purdue the way that they did. You thought maybe you didn't come out and say there's a letdown, but that's clearly one of the things you're going to look at. This is always is a, it a how big of a factor is it tomorrow, and will that work to the Hawks' favor? Ohio State's dealt with this a little bit already. You know they they had the big win against Michigan State. They looked so good in that game, and oh maybe this this Ohio State team's real, and they got that national buzz. So this isn't like it's the first time. Mm-hmm. You know the country's coming back home. It's Iowa. You throttled them on the road already. I'm going to say tighter than you think. Again, much like you and I with no consistency. It's the same thing with Iowa. Let's just see if they can build something, take some kind of positivity out of what happened Tuesday. 
they keep it within single digits. All right. Bohannon, has he shot a free throw in the last two games? Not, I don't no. think he has. Still at 33. Yeah. 33. Uh, what, is, what happens to that tomorrow in Columbus? Uh... He goes two for two. I think he gets to the line. I mean, God, yeah. you can't. You would. You would like to think. And he's probably feeling a little healthier, more willing to go inside, mm-hmm. get into the lane a little bit more. Yeah, because that was. Because when was he six? Sunday, Monday, questionable, but played Tuesday. Yeah, he should be better. You would like right. to think he's better by now. Uh, of course, Michigan State, Purdue tomorrow. Yes, massive. Purdue bounces back. Michigan you think State, so? though they've been winning, they've been winning by the hair of their teeth. We're not covering, if you look at it from my angle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to grab the Boilermakers to get it done against Michigan State. I, yeah, they lost to Ohio State. I just think they're playing better. Overall, they're playing better. So I'm going to go with the Boilers in that one. What else we got over the weekend? I mean, that that's the massive one. Nah, you know what? I My weekend said I got Blues Jets tonight Okay, in Winnipeg. Our best players are our best player. Their best player is back. He's been out for five weeks, mm-hmm. and they haven't really missed a beat. Uh, and then they play third, uh, Sunday afternoon, so that's my weekend. Wow, you're set up. Uh, college hoops-wise, Xavier's at Creighton, one thirty on Saturday. On Saturday. So my Saturday afternoon's full. I got you, you one, got a three, much. and a five. Yeah. Well, I'm giving you something during commercial to flip Okay, to. what about Sunday? Can you find me a game Sunday? Is there a game that you have to watch on Sunday afternoon? Michigan at Wisconsin. No. Cincinnati's at SMU. That actually could be entertaining. Okay. 3 o'clock. Is there going to be any golf on? Uh, yeah, but I'm not. Tiger's not playing. Oh, St. Mary's Gonzaga tomorrow oh, night as well, 9 call. o'clock. That's yes. a good one, too. Yeah. So Sunday, there's really nothing? Uh, that Those are the top. Well, Duke's at Georgia Tech. That's 5 o'clock as well. Uh, Duke at Georgia Tech. Looking through. Those are the top 25 games. Does CBS have a game? Oh, Michigan-Wisconsin. Right. Wake Forest at Syracuse. Or they like to flex out of that one. What about Sunday night? Isn't there a Sunday night Big Ten tilt? Uh, not this week, no. Yes, there is. Oh, yeah, Penn State, Penn State Illinois. Illinois. Oof. Yes. Oof. Yeah, Illinois better, Trent. It's Sunday night. What else are you going to watch? I don't know. Is there some award show? I'm well, trying to think of what my wife's going to be watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stanford at Colorado in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Illinois State, Valpo. New York Rangers, Winnipeg Jets, 2 o'clock. Ah. And as NHL Network has it. Oh, so I can watch them. You Jets. can watch them this uh, this uh, this Sunday afternoon. I have a feeling Mickey Mouse Clubhouse will take precedent over. So she does <laughs> Not like hockey. Not in my house, does she? Yeah, she she enjoys the hockey. I think Point her towards number twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be out of here. Trench got uh, high school basketball tonight. Ankeny Centennial takes on Waukee. The girls at six fifteen. The boys to follow the pregame as at six is at six. Uh, Jimmy B and TC today four to six. What do you got planned? Uh, John Walters will be stopping by. We'll talk some Cyclones with him in preparation of that Oklahoma game. Mitch Sherman talking a little uh, football recruiting wrap-up with him. Kevin Lehman will be by. We've got Wolfgang. We'll make some more picks. Picks on what? Uh, you know, we we got to have a contest. i got to make Brinson look like a moron. Well, just turn the mic on. <laughs> happens every day, right? <laughs> we'll be back Monday at noon. Thank you for listening. Appreciate that you do. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey, guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. 
No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A bath faucet should stand the test of time and always be in style no matter what your style. The exclusive Fister Ladera Widespread Bath Faucet in Tuscan Bronze from the Home Depot does exactly that. And it's at a new lower price of just $109. You save 10 bucks, So you can have this timeless design without having to renovate your budget. The exclusive Fister Ladera Faucet, now just $109 during the Winter Kitchen and Bath Event only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through March 7th while supplies last. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.com. Des Moines' home for sports, news, and a whole lot